Welcome back to another week of Foreign Takes. Me and Dumb and Dumber, and I guess I'm Dumbest, whatever that works, are back this week. And we'll talk about... I never knew what that show was until like very recently. I only watched it like uh, in the last two years. I don't know how people really? watched that garbage when they were kids, man. That stuff is oh, terrible. Yeah. I oh, like TV. You didn't have TVs in Africa? Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you come in so hot. It's been less than 30 seconds. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm coming in hot. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, listen, okay. okay. Wow. Wow. Listen, first of all, not a, they you know had what? TVs. They just, were they just didn't have electricity. They were black and white. Well, I didn't grow up on a black and white television until I was like relatively. I don't know. Wait, did you guys have black and white televisions when you were growing up or not? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. For the first part, it was like yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Why are you shitting on me, you bitches? You Eastern European cunts. I'm just asking a genuine question. Trying to wow, that did not sound like a genuine question. Let me tell you. Oh my god, he asked. He's the one who asked the genuine question. I supported you. I said you had TV. Yeah. Fine, fine, fine. All right. It was a talk on your age. I, more, I, I, but no, no, no electricity. So. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know. Okay. You know what else is black and white? Uh, this week, City won. Uh, United struggled. Just the usual shit. Honestly speaking, what else do we talk about? I think we talk about something. I think all all of the yeah, Europe. We talk we about all of Europe. All of yeah, Europe? We yeah. We introduced a new topic called foreign mm. takes on a oh, foreign yeah? take. Uh, yeah. This this week we we're, we're gonna talk a little bit about how sports became like very templatized. Oh and my I think god! It came from America actually, because you know you, you see the Skip Bayleys, you see Colin Cowherd, <laughs> all these fucking dicks. All they you know do what? is wait, just wait, wait. say nonsense. Wait, wait, before we okay, quickly we talked about Europe. We talked about permanent. Okay, now I want to get back to this topic at hand. All right, because this this is like close to my fucking heart. go through the different channels like i look like i don't want to watch on an american television right because it's uh -huh. terrible the commentators my god alexis uh -huh. Dallas and all those other his crew they're all terrible like all the american commentators. Yeah. so i go through all the foreign ones and i can tell which ones have fake crowd noise versus not like you can yeah, tell yeah. like sky yeah. for example depending if it's a big game i can tell that they especially actually sky and when it's either newcastle or anfield like st jamesburg yeah. or anfield they definitely especially anfield i'm like come on man how they turn up the audience so much it's so fake in the background yeah wow i don't know how you watch american commentators man they're so bad i don't know how you're very bad can you watch them for part. the commentators i don't know man they're... But it ruined, doesn't it ruin for you? For me, I, like, I can't get past the commentators. That's how much I get annoyed. The USA ones, they're not like it's just like English comment. It's it's fine. Really? They just wow. say stupid shit. Like uh, today, they made twice the joke: the evolution of Darwin. Mm -hmm. It's like okay, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! No, I can't stand them. Man. I mean, I... bro, like I don't have to. Like I don't know. It's like it's not a big deal. Like I'm not in here in there for like audio stimulation you know but most I know, of the but places, it just moves just, it for me most of the places get no, I don't, find uh, it that bad. don't they do like this they, the premier league like produces their own yeah there's like a common which one, they stand, which yeah. is better but not the which us is, one if you ever know yeah. maybe i don't i haven't watched it in a while to be honest but when it used to be on nbc it used to be really bad the canadian no, version for USA, other sports right 
Like, oh, they have it for other sports. Yeah. Where, like, they have like this their own channel where they do like World Cup coverage and yeah, yeah, yeah. MLS, I think. But they're like, they had Kevin Kilbane as a pundit. Do you remember Kevin? Kilbane? Wow, throwback, bro! Oh like, my god, Kevin Kilbane, and they have the most capped Canadian player. And I remember during the World Cup, was it the World Cup or the Euros? They were doing it from home because it was COVID. <laughs> Kevin Kilbane. Had a picture of him and Messi playing in the background. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's, that's a highest, move. That's the highest honor. He was like, "Yo, bro, like this is me running next to Messi. I know football." And Wait, okay, like, that's a pretty good flex, though. I'll be honest. You, even if it's just not even your neck, you're just sprinting next to him in the middle of the game. Yeah. This is ah. yeah. It, it, it was just like Messi with the ball and him trying to catch up, like trying to run, ask oh the ball. Oh my god. Him. And then the other guy is just like the most capped Canadian soccer, which is not like anything, yeah, some, some anything in particular. And like, but they all do this. Like, uh, I know I used to watch the Irish stream or, or, or something. I forgot what it was. Yeah. And it used to be like these two Irish players from the early 2000s, late 90s. I remember I some generic yeah. Premier League teams, yeah. lower level, Hull City or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it makes sense, right? You're going to get like one of your local and one like foreigner who has like yeah. experience. Same thing that Canada does. I mean, they do with Alexi Lalas and the other fucking idiots here. But Alexi Lalas is a shit player. He's never oh been my God. good. And he Stop. takes the, he has the worst takes. Like I really the worst remember. takes. Honestly, who take. was it? Was it you or is it B- B- Big Lev who was complaining about Kara uh, or Big or Neville or whatever? No, man. I was Let me tell you, that. their takes are actually okay compared to the US takes, man. Some of the US no. takes are terrible. The Karen oh, Neff's takes are very biased, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lulas is just dumb. Like, it's just like who person would never like. I can't believe you played like, at the World Cup. Like, I, like we deserve no, to dude, play at the World Cup. You know what's let's have what has sporting like. I was thinking about it earlier. The sp- sporting like sports journalists has become the fucking two or three most repeated fucking like playbooks. Yeah, and most like the most famous one is you get two or three people. Usually two, or like so, Carragher, Neville, and you have like a point, and one argues for and one against. No matter how stupid yeah. the arguments yeah. might be, you can be like genocide is bad, and they'll argue for genocide. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking Steve Bailey's made. If you know oh, like American yeah. sports, he yeah. made your career out of just yeah. saying stupid shit. Like yeah. same thing, man. It's like um, uh, Colin Coward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like an NBA and NFL yeah. commentator. They just, it's like. They come out every week. They say something that's like a hot yeah. take, but it's idiotic, and you get views because people are like, "I can't believe he said yeah. that." Because they're clickable, it. right? It's like yeah, they're it's like short clips for TikTok or and, Reels or whatever. Yeah, and that's become like fucking thing now in also like soccer, like because football. Caragal never like they'll say something idiotic, and now we're talking about it for like ten minutes, and it's, that's they get clout, man. Like they don't yeah. they get clout. They're like smart or not? No. And they're easy. Like they, once they put a target, a target on the back of someone, they'll just keep pressing it. Yeah. And just yeah. to get generate clicks, like Michael Richards wrote a column over before the weekend that Bruno Fernandez captaincy is just like, he's a shameful captain. Man played like two games as a captain permanently and he had the whole captaincy last season just because when they got like steamrolled at Liverpool by 7-0 and he was just pissed because because of that uh, Ferdinand Fernandez is a very bad captain and they write a column about it just no he's it's a lost cause no it's it's a a lot especially when what you know who's another example actually this is so relevant I was watching uh, I just like browsing through the phone and I was watching a clip of Mane 
like Sadio yeah. Mane while he was at Bayern, about to leave Bayern, and some reporter asked him something, and Mane's like, oh, you kill me every day in the news, and now you want to ask me something? Go away, yeah. bro. He says that to the yeah, reporter. Yeah. I'm like, good for you, Sadio. Uh, and today, even, what's his name? After the Liverpool game, I saw Allison. Like, you know, he went, you know, they did the post-game interview. They translated for Darwin, because Darwin didn't speak any English. But actually, but what's his name? Allison, at some stage, like, goes on this long-ass answer about some question, and he's like, oh, you know, uh, and stop making stuff up about us all in the news, blah, blah, blah. We're fine. And I'm like, oh boy, yeah, they're definitely pissed off, man. Yeah, but they're right, yeah, right? It's just cool. like, they don't know anything's going on inside the, inside the, like in the back. Like Even when reports. Ronaldo was playing, remember he, like, oh my God. Carragher took a bit, made a bad take or Neville did a bad take. Yeah, and he didn't say hi to him. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. the game, like he hugged Roy Keane <laughs> and he just skipped Gary Neville. Wow. Like, Honestly, I find Roy Keane very entertaining because he doesn't put up with the bullshit more than yeah. any other. Like he has bad takes, but that's different from his bad takes come because he's trying to take the whatever side that was assigned to him. Yeah. Producer, right. Like yeah. I, I disagree with him all the time, but I'm like, oh, at least you're honest about your opinions compared to yeah. the rest of these idiots. He's very like this throwback like like the Roy Kent character he was yeah. written off of him yeah. it's exactly that like no bullshit but King can get sometimes annoying but he knows that he's doing banter deep inside you know he's yeah. like you can see that he's making fun of it and I, sometimes just commentary wait, gets annoying wait 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 alright for, forget all that crap okay so I guess let's go through our games of the week um, I think the first two I want to talk about is uh, Arsenal United so Arsenal drew at home 2-2 to Fulham uh, actually not the same result and then uh What's his name? United came back from two goals down, I believe, to win 3-2 at home. Uh, both away teams, Forrest and Fulham, had a red card. Uh, unfortunately, Arsenal did not get it over the line. Manu, well, with Fergie time added, as usual, they got it across the line. KG they didn't score at Fergie time. Jesus. KG, honest thoughts? Because the first two games, I think we were all honest against Wolves and then against uh, whatever the second team was. I think it was yeah. uh, they, they did not deserve watch, to win. I couldn't watch the, the Arsenal game in parallel. So no, no, I, I mean the Arsenal United game. How, did United but actually deserve to win it this time? I think United deserved to win it. They, they were, the Forest, were, I think what happened with Forest is that they, they got a, a blessing in disguise. They thought it was like, oh, 2-0 up. We can, like, instead of just sitting back and defending the result, they still played the way they used to play in United, just casually counterattacking football, like transitional football. Started rolling them up, got yeah. one goal in the halftime. It's steamrolls. Pr- pressure got to them. They got a penalty, got clear red card. It was... Similar yeah. to what Van Dyke got today, uh, red card, penalty, pretty much United deserved to win because Nottingham Forest didn't utilize the advantage that they got. Okay, so that's my question that's for fair. you. Is, is it like a sign of things changing or is it like uh, we don't actually know? Can, can we scratch this game off as a one-off or do you think this is the beginning of the start of the season for United? Uh, it, can, it depends on what they're going to do. For This week is crucial because, first of all, there's on Sunday, there's the Arsenal-United game, which is going to be... Interesting at the Emirates. And uh, second is that United need to do the transfers that they're still figuring out. If they don't get a left back and they don't have show till November, it's probably going to be rough from here on outwards. And Hoyun's about to come. The, the pluses from the United side were that they played Martial from the start. Yeah, and even a though they conceded two, a real striker, that's why they were able to get into the game too fast. Although... Marcel did jack shit. It doesn't matter, though, right? It doesn't matter. He played like he's an actual forward playing in yeah. that position. He did the seventy percent of things that people don't see. The thirty percent he didn't do. And once he was subbed off, United were already 
two yeah. two up. So it was just yep. kind of new fresh legs. I think. Wait, I, think, I, I want to talk yeah. about one thing on in that game: the Nottingham Forest first goal, the counter attack. Yeah. Where I have to say that was some schoolboy defender from United. So for anyone who wouldn't watch yeah. it, it's a United corner. The last two players of United are Juan Bissaka and Rashford, who are on the box of the like of the of the of forest that they're attacking. There's yeah. nobody deeper, which I haven't seen in years. I don't know when the last time you guys saw a team that's attacking in the first half at home pushes all eleven players, literally all twenty-two except sorry, all twenty-one players except the United goalie Onana, were next to Forest box. Juan Bissaka loses a header, and then Ioni. Wow, bro. Steamrolls. How did he steamroll both Rashford and Anthony? Like, he doesn't look like he should move that fast. And he yeah. has... Okay, Rashford, oh, he's, you know, it's, he's fast. He's yeah, fast. He's, he's fast and he's powerful. Like he's, he's, yeah. wow, okay, but Rashford is someone we know. Like, he burns people all the time, right? Whenever he's attacking. At the beginning of the season, Rashford is... I hope I'm wrong, but <laughs> he was better last season... And I have a fear on it because he didn't have a contract. <laughs> like oh, once he got no, the now payday, that he the contract, yeah. now that like he can he can like casually start the season. I'm not saying that he won't be at the top, but he can casually start the season. Last season, he was the one winning us games against Liverpool. Yeah, and that's third, fair. Third game of the season. Now he's just casually. Oh, I can't. I can't play up top on the nine on the left. He he did contribute a lot. So he, there were the two goals came through. I know, but it, it's just say, like seeing your but, primary left winger and your primary right winger in a defend in like a defending and getting yeah. burnt by this gigantic striker who should be moving slower. I don't know. There was a moment where I was like, I, I was laughing. I mean, the final result wasn't that funny to me because they won, but I thought it was hilarious. That first ten minutes were were just United. They dropped the ball. Going forward, they should but, not uh, have. What was Onana doing for that first goal? It was so I bad. I have no idea. No, I, okay. I, I said before, I don't know if you captured this <laughs> on this pod. I don't rate him, and I don't haven't rated him since he, uh, he was a goalkeeper for Ajax, and he uh, let in that stupid goal from Pogba in the Europa League final. <laughs> I know you're talking yeah. about. He's always been very mistake prone, bro. And people are like, "Oh, it's a top three goalkeeper," like. No, he's no, not no. a top three goalkeeper yet, but he has the potential to be yeah. it. But yeah. he's just because he can play with his feet and he's very involved, just like an outfield player. He does this wacky shit that he can yeah. make a mistake. He does. There's a mistake in him. He's already there was cost also a mistake. You like three goals probably. But there was also a mistake in De Gea. De Gea cost yeah. us the FA Cup final. De Gea cost yeah. us the semi final. At quarter least now he can play with Sevilla. his feet. At least now he can play with the well, I have to be honest, some of the passes that then, he has made are yeah. like shocking. Like I you watch him, you're like, oh, this is uh this is not a goalie. This there is was like a, there was a clip of him in the I think Cameroon. He was playing like just like as a striker. Oh yeah. Like, pick up, I pick up he did a decent finish. Like, like goalkeeping is having his second choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. That's enough United. I I you know it's, it's just disappointing because like quickly on the Arsenal game, I think I might have been the only one who watched it. It was one of those things that's like for it's it's weird you know it's like you can't control we went down one goal in the in the like 50th second this is the third time it's happened to us this year like what do you even yeah. do how what about, can you guys remember your own teams the when you went down a goal in the first minute of a game and for that i like it's literally happened to arsenal three times and of course then we have to walk or work our way back it was just one of those things it was like I don't know. I look at I the game. I have a question for you. I okay. have a question for you. So Arsenal is also, even though they have like one point more than United and one point more than, or same same points, same points Liverpool, yeah. 
what uh, do you think their season hasn't kickstarted yet as well? Because it's been also wobbly. The the win against Nottingham yeah. Forest was also wobbly. The win against um, Crystal Palace was also like one nil to nil. Yeah, it was. And this cl- was a class draw. wins. Class yeah, wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was it was winning yeah. all class. No, no, you know what this it was is? a draw. I I agree. We haven't gotten going yet, and that's because we're still trying different. Like we're, we're not playing the same formation as last year. And leaving, sorry, even the formation, it's like less the four four three. Just like the style of play is very different compared to last year, and you can tell we're not we're not there yet. It's it's like not fluid. We're playing Thomas Party, who was our starting defensive midfielder as a right back, and he's doing the whole inverted role that like Trent is now doing all yeah. you know, all the things passion, and it just hasn't like it doesn't look as fluid to the eye. So I think a lot of fans are like pissed off. They're like, oh, why are we doing this stuff? But if you actually look underneath, like the statistics and everything like that. We are creating much better chances. We're just not finishing. It's just like, you know, like it just takes one small thing and then the whole season unlocks. That's where we're at right now. So I, I think I, it's like the it's most similar. Yeah, most Arsenal fans are like not worried. Like at the end of the day, yeah, it's still two wins and a draw. A draw that we should have made a win. We, we should have absolutely won this game by three or four goals. So I think it's like, I'll be worried if we're still playing like this in December. Uh, yeah, that's when I'll be worried. But right now, I think people are overreacting. Like some of the stuff against Havertz, especially. I'm like, guys. Yeah, that's like the next question I want to have. Yeah, for you. what do you I, think? It's, it's the same thing. Like Nunez, I'm like, bro, he's played 70 minutes. Like, yeah, he had an amazing 20 minutes this year, this game. He hadn't really played. People are overreacting. I'm like, how can you overreact two and a half games into the season? Right? It's like we have none of people, our teams have gotten into their flow yet. It's the same yeah. thing with the McMount and United, and it's very yeah. similar. Like they it's they create the chances. Their XG, I think, the last two games, you know, didn't reach their XG because they didn't have a proper striker. Yeah, they're not finishing. So it, same it seems like they haven't kicked in. Where you, when you look at, for example, City, they've already they're already yeah. Are like but City haven't been ahead. playing particularly well. They're getting exactly yeah. games out like goals out of nowhere, like games like it's not like oh like last season when it was just steamrolling everyone. Yeah. So the thing is, like before we jump to the city, the Arsenal. Here's my problem with Arsenal. See, Ramsdale made a mistake, a big mistake on the first goal. Uh, no, it's not. I, I disagree. It was no, a miscarriage. kick. He was backpedaling and kind of like he was in no man's land there. No, no, no. Oh, okay. He, hold on, hold on. He shouldn't but, have been beaten by that ball. Here's what I. Like, no, he no, no. Good position. Like he shouldn't have been beaten with that ball. But then, so what do you do now? Do you bring in Raya? So I, I don't no. like when you have two goalkeepers that, that they're not sure. I know. Like it's the same problem as two QBs in an NFL franchise when you have one to, mistake. And every week you have to fucking field the questions or does. If the goalkeeper didn't play well, it's like, oh, is this time for a change? You would have been better served just buying a defender or selling the um, selling Ramsdale and just putting that money together okay. for like a no, no, no. class goalkeeper. See this this argument I've already heard so many times this weekend, and it's only it's been less than twenty four hours since the Arsenal game ended. Honestly, no. Okay, here's my take. If you look again at the goal. He was trying to chip the goalie, right? He was trying to go onto the goalie's left side, so he was trying to curve it rightwards, and yeah. he and that's where Ramsdale was going to cover, right? He was trying to do a chip curved ball. Instead, how does he hit it? He hits it perfectly on the left angle. It was like one of those things. If you, even one of the the I think it was maybe Pedro Drury or whatever the commentator, the striker, the the midfielder could have tried that shot a hundred times and he would not have been able to repeat it. It was just one of those freak goals. The real problem is, of course, why the fuck? It's like today. You remember, uh, what's his name? Uh, Saka gave the ball away into no man's land, right? And same thing. Trent today 
should never let that ball go, right? It's it's one of those yeah. things you just you just write it up. It's like it's never gonna happen again. Saka will yeah. never make that mistake again. Trent, he listen. Trent can make he many made mistakes. mistakes last week, man. No, no, no. He can make mistakes, right? Liverpool considered this hold season. Hold on, hold on. No, no. Yeah. He could make a mistake, right? But how often do you see two of the best ball players lift their foot and the ball goes under the their foot, right? It's just one of those kinds of mistakes you never see, right? Saka made it. Trent, it just those are not mistakes you expect. That, that's what mental, I'm, mental, yeah. like not not being prepared mentally. Yes, the ball is coming it, it, it's sort of it's it happens. Sl- it's fine. Sleepy season. Yeah, just, we're we're not going to remember these again. games. In in May, when we're fighting for the whatever you're fighting for in May, I mean, yeah, these are not it, the games are not going to be remembered, right? It's the beginning of the season, and everyone writes a doubt. Anyways, you can unless you're like one point away from top four, you're not yeah, going to be exactly. remembering. Oh, that's yeah. one point. Let, let's but let's quickly just, cover. Here's the thing, though. Before we jump, right? I I think we all say, oh, it's it's too early to tell, and I, I'm like I've been a proponent of not overreacting, but I'm getting very anxious now because. You have like five days left. Well, not five days, I guess. Four days. Five four days. days left to react in any way to anything. Because yes. then you can't do shit. Yeah. So, like, I feel like, okay, now is a time for, like, United thing. Hey, is Hoyun's going to be... Are we basing all, our entire season on Hoyun actually being a good striker? Should we try to at least have some sort of cover for him? Liverpool has to fucking think about like, hey, we have not figured out our defense at all, and have not figured out our DM at all. Wait, and okay. So, so I have a question for you. Questions need to be asked. No, no. So those questions need to be asked. Okay, but the difference is, and I think this is the difference between the Liverpool versus United and Arsenal. I think for United and Arsenal, it's not a structural problem, right? We all, we both know how they want to play. We both know who the starting eleven is. We both know who the next three are. It's like there's no structural weakness. So United is like, they got to get rid of some players. It would be nice to bring some extra, but it's not like mandatory, right? I feel like Ten Hag has his game, has his team. Except for a left back, bro. That was it. Sure, that's but it's also like Luke Shaw. It's, it's one of those things. It's not like a structural problem, right? Liverpool is like, it's a structural problem, right? If they could have their best starting 11 and the team is not solid. Like the team so is... Essentially what you're saying, instead of buying bench players, looking at bench players or uh, the first 18 kind of folk, which United and Arsenal can be potentially looking at. Liverpool are looking for a starting 11 person I mean, who needs to come in. Okay, even if it's not starting 11, it's like the Trent question. If, if they go into the season like it is right now, every every team is going to attack Liverpool on the left wing, right? It's like where Trent is. Because there's just a structural weakness. The midfielders don't cover properly. The He goes into the midfield. It's like... With Arsenal, there's no big hole like that. Like, our hole is like, oh, what happens if our two strikers get four? You know, there's no, like, structural thing. Liverpool is, from the, I guess, from our three big teams that we're talking about, is like... That's why I think it's different. Liverpool, I think it's way more mandatory for them to get something done in the next four days. Arsenal United, it's like, yeah, it would be nice, but I don't think it's, like, completely crucial. But Liverpool needs... Like, I feel like this is why I'm going back to Big Lev. It's like, would you feel comfortable? I don't know about that, like... Really? I think... United, uh, Arsenal, I would agree. United got overrun in midfield in the first two games. And then we don't know what their striker situation is. So I, I guess they did spend 80 million on a striker or 60 or whatever it is. Yeah. So he can, he didn't kick a ball. It's just, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like it, it's already looking bad because like he's injured. And like I've, I've seen so many injured players transferred and then didn't work out because they're yeah. injured when they come in. He so. wasn't injured when he came in. He had a precautionary injury. So yeah. it's, it could have been developed into an injury. That's why they're not playing. 
They yeah, found something I mean, during the middle test. Uh, United's not looking to buy first no. eleven player, but uh, two players they bought have huge question marks again. Yeah, over Mount, that's like, question Mount, Mount, Mount doesn't regardless. fit. But that's yeah, a question you would have regardless. And Liverpool's question is a, a starter, starter who you had for three or four years, who you knew you had a question over over his head for a long time, and you haven't addressed. It's a different situation. You, every time you bring in anyone new, there's going to be a question mark until they prove yeah. them themselves yeah. wrong. The trend. Like, what do you do? Like, you know, let's just quickly talk about it. It's like, we've now had three games, right? Where Liverpool, it's like today we saw what happened. Uh, you know what it is? It's because they ended up getting the win. It looks not so bad but I, like truthfully it's like, yeah. like we forgot but it was like Trent was absolutely responsible today right it was like dude he's yeah. been responsible for every goal we conceded that, that's what I'm saying okay <laughs> Desassi ran away from him okay that's more of a kind of see now the question now the issue is why I'm super concerned it's like he needs like a sporting like psychologist or a mental coach because <laughs> Okay, you picked a bad position. You're behind your guy you're supposed to mark, and he scores. Yeah, like you're a shitty defender. We all knew that. But then uh, against uh, uh, Bournemouth and this year, like this game, Newcastle, you're literally giving the ball away and getting uh, your <laughs> to a person in a goal scoring position. Yeah, that's like different. That's like two direct. Uh, Mistakes that directly lead to goals. That's yes. not like okay, I'm not fast enough or I'm not good enough in a position wise. So like I for like lost my man. Yeah, you're a bad defender, but like now it's like you're giving the ball away to the uh, opposition like on a platter. So this is like a is this a one off or is this like mentality just destroyed because he didn't like three years ago he was like an okay defender, amazing going forward. Last year he was a terrible defender. Good going forward, but he wouldn't like give the ball away randomly. Yeah. Now he's just been a, like a liability. He's a liability. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they're gonna attack him with their fastest winger, and it's Absolutely. just gonna. It's always gonna be like fuck it's like, again this. And like, what do you do? <laughs> like, I, I don't like you. Just like, I, I think I'm very disappointed in Klopp that he has not spent any time in the summer figuring this out. He's still playing in this weird hybrid role he did at the back end of the last season, and that is not a full time solution. I but don't know who is you're, it not the- I don't know like I don't know who you're bringing at the DM that this is not an issue, because that DM has to be fast enough to cover like in front of Van Dyke and a second defender who's always weak for us because Konate is injured. It's Matip now. Gomez is also kind of weak defender now. Oh, so we like so I think the option would be you put Trent as a DM or in the midfield full time and you actually get a right back or you play with the three defenders. But that's the thing. Because of one player, now you have to change your structure entirely, right? Like Klopp has never done five at the back. Yeah. Right? He's always done four, yeah. three, three, where the three in the middle is the one that changes, or the three up front, whether you have a striker who drops in and two right. wingers who come in. So that this is the problem, right? It's like Liverpool's like everything or here's hinges what do. on Trent. Here's what they should have done. Instead of bidding 110 million on Caicedo, <laughs> they should have went after Guardiola early on. Or someone yeah. that's like very locked down. That 
you can put, and he's gonna do what uh, one dike is supposed to be doing. Covering so one dike can't cover that much anymore. Yeah. He's just gotten slower, yeah. and he's also on the left side. So on this side, Konate can't cover Trent. He's not good enough. He gets he gets easily fooled, and he's fast, but he's not good enough positionally, like a top center back. You put like Guardiol or someone. Okay, maybe you can't get Guardiol because you can't like outbid City. But you get someone really good and fast there who can cover for Trent. Maybe you kind of you don't resolve the issue, but it's a better off issue. Like your defense is not as leaky, and you can get like a DM like who can like partially cover it, partially also like keep the ball moving and stuff. But like this, I don't know what like this the way this is now. Liverpool is fucked, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I actually agree with you. Yeah, I remember I said like well. yeah because we have like insane attack. We'll probably be around the top four. Yeah, but it's frustrating because we have attack that's good enough to compete, and you need two pieces probably. You take that hundred million, you spend eighteen on Endo, right? You have hundred left. Just split in two, get a DM and a center back, and you're done, man. It's, but that's it's the a thing. Good squad. He's committed, right? He's he's committed to the team, or if not Klopp. The, the organization has committed, organization. right? Like the, they've 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 committed to the the structure now, right? Because I, I do right. I agree structure with you. what? Like why are you like you knew you had to get the DM, right? And, but they couldn't, right? Like they fucked up. Million. I think it's a different thing. I think it's, it's not about take, the, yeah. it's it's not about. Uh, I agree with YT, but it's a bit different. I think it's not about the fact that they're committed to the structure. I think no, no, I structure meant like the team, Trent, like the, the personnel. Trent himself is a very big personality, probably in the dressing room, and is a boy from Liverpool, which Klopp yeah. probably is too much in love with to drop, because he never yeah. dropped him for a bad performance. He didn't even try to yeah. makeshift put like some Milner there while Milner was available, and yeah. just put Trent on a bench. He's never done that. I think he's but just who, too pivotal. You can't bench him, right? There, there's nobody to bench him to replace Bro, him at now, that tier, like, at that quality. That's why yeah. I'm saying you now go and buy like a center back yeah. who maybe also has experience playing right back, right back. And you put them instead of Konate, who is always injured anyway, because you don't <laughs> really have anything there. Like you need a good defender. It's the gamble. It's my boggling that they didn't went for Pavard because Pavard is exactly that player. Yeah, he's, he's a, a right back. Thank, back. thank you. Thank you. I was like, why are you giving him for Inter for twenty five million? Like, who? Like, I had this uh, discussion today with another friend who's a Liverpool fan. He's like, no, it's not that easy. It's like I know it's not that easy. That's why they get paid millions yeah. to scout yeah. and like do this shit. Like, the they obviously the only, didn't have a good plan. The only counter argument is that Pavard doesn't want to play at right back, but then you tell him like. Konate's injured, you're going to be playing centre-back all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and if he plays in that centre-back position, he yeah. has the speed and the knowledge to cover for Trent. It's also like, it's Trent not like playing. a right-back, right? It's like, it's like uh, what's the name? Newcastle has that with the massive left-back. Oh, no, uh, yeah, left yeah, yeah. It's the, it's uh, we did it with Ben White, like Arsenal did it with Ben White. It's like, you're a nominal right-back or left-back, but you're really a centre-back in almost yeah. the rest of the game, right? It's like, Okay, I, I we gotta we'll move. drop the ball. To yeah, transfer wise, so. it's just we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll move on for for temporarily. Okay, so quickly, uh, City came, uh, won this weekend uh, against Sheffield two one. Yada yada. Uh, the local boy from Sheffield made a mistake. Kyle Ucker on the right, and then ten minutes later, he undid the mistake, scored. Okay, anything else to say? I'm so bored of talking cool. about City. Kyle, uh, Kyle Walker. Score? No, no, no. He he was the reason they conceded the goal, yeah. and then he made up for it all in ten minutes. It was kind of annoying, yeah. actually. It's just such, they just yeah, win. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, they just uh, won, and it's hilarious. And I saw I saw the Rodri's goal. It was just 
yeah good finish but it's just like there's never anything i watched at least 60 minutes of the game like an idiot because i was switching between that game and the burnley aston villa game Uh and they just i don't know what else to say yes they won again haha congratulations with your 800 million dollars of two defenders by themselves yeah Uh, yeah, congratulations like i don't know what more to say i I I expect them to get a draw but I don't yeah. know. Uh, they but they got uh, Count Dooku man now for <laughs> sixty million. They're gonna they're gonna buy I think a midfielder for like 60, 70, 80 yeah. million. And then the bold fucking fraud this has the balls to come out and be like, oh, if we spend like Chelsea will be crucified. Oh, Bro, yeah, you okay. fuck off! You spent a billion since you've been here. Easily, yeah. it's Fine. such a like a soulless team. Even yeah. like the Holland man. All his goals are like, bro, someone's going to cross the ball, something's going to ricochet, and his fucking foot is just sticking out there. I it's just always it's like, yeah, it's just so like, oh, yeah. It just, sure, the ball think, is just attracted to his foot. I think they'll, it they'll struggle more like, this season. Bro, it's so, low, it's so lame, man. They'll struggle so more annoying. this season because they don't have KD, KDB. And I think the yeah, children no, but game. we're saying more, but it's just like, they're so overpowered in the not... It, and it, I, you know what? We're done with yeah. it. Okay. Quick, quickly, I think worth talking about was... Um, Darwin uh, Nunes, the genius. No, no. Okay, Nunes, congratulations. I, I think, last take on the Liverpool-Newcastle game. Okay, one, I think people are over... Again, you know, we talk about overreaction. People are overreacting by the Newcastle stuff. I already saw some crazy takes between the Newcastle-Liverpool game, and I was like, guys, okay, we're, we're really... They should not have lost this game, right? Like, Liverpool yeah. did yeah. not deserve to win this at the end of the day. Like, congratulations, amazing job, Liverpool, but Newcastle should have buried this game in, like, the yes. 60th or 70th minute. But... Yes. Nunes, here's the thing I will say about Nunes. Nunes has this chaos, chaos agent. He has this chaos card. If he actually maintains the finishing from today, the rest of the league is fucked. Because that man is unstoppable. He is so, he's like a horse. He's so fast and he's so strong. Any space, he reminds me of Victor Osimhen, honestly speaking. Like, the two of them have this weird chaos about them. But the real question is, Will he maintain his composure? Because usually when he shoots, my God, bro, that dude it looks like he's never shot a soccer ball in his life. Like, he's terrible. Oh, yeah. Some of the stuff has been so bad. I hope this is like a game where he just fucking his confidence clicks and yeah. that's it. And everyone yeah. has those. But like his standard deviation is so <laughs> he can fall. He can fall from anywhere between Andy Carroll and yeah. fucking, I don't know, bro, Lewandowski in his prime. Yeah. Like, I can't uh, think of any so, other player like that. That's yeah, why I'm no like, fucking thing. man, it's like Liverpool's attack is so filthy that they can have that guy come off the bench after Jota and everyone else. It's like, good. <laughs> so, but, yeah, bro. Uh, so, in terms of, like, Newcastle, man, I was so surprised they weren't able to press. Yeah. Like, even after the thing, like, they, yeah, they were attacking, they had good chances, but it was the same, like, oh, in the wing, they got, like, whatever. They didn't dominate the game. They didn't have the, like... Like like a, another top team, like a top four team, old top four, like or City or whatever, yeah. they would have just suffocated. Liverpool yeah. would have suffocated Newcastle if they were like a man down, right? Yeah. They were just like kind of like maybe we get the second, maybe not. Like let's let's see where yeah. it goes. And I got punished <clears> for that. I'll tell you this dude, while while I was watching the game, it was it was not very obvious that Liverpool were a man down. And yeah, that says a lot. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is, uh, I think this problem with Newcastle stems from the manager, from Eddie Howe, because he managed more Bournemouth before. He's never managed a top-tier club. It's a club mentality. Like, 
what you're saying, Bigelov is 100% correct. Any other club would have buried it. Any other, Aston Villa, Brighton, they would have went for the kill because they have managers who are who are winners. Eddie yeah. Howe is learning on the job. Maybe he'll learn it next year. He's not going to let that happen again. But this this loss is on the manager because you're 1-0 up. You're not even 2-0 up. You're 1-0 up. There's 30 minutes left in the game and you're substituting the two players who were who either A, can score a goal because Isaac is your top striker and you, you yeah. select him. He's not tired yet. And then you're removing Tonali who's been bossing the Liverpool midfield. Yeah. He was... On the reaching to every ball, first on the ball, always running, always crossing the ball correctly. Like yeah. any moment they had was cleared by the defenders from Tonali's ball. Like, yeah, if it was almost a goal, it was created by Tonali. And you substitute yeah. him on the 65th minute, you're one nil up. Like you're a, you're it's like a Bournemouth winning one nil, and you're trying to get three points for the first time in a season that you're going to be yeah. bragging on about. It's flip side of that, you see like how a big manager acts in that thing, Klopp. Uh, took off Endo and yeah. brought on Jota. Yeah. He yeah. took off like a bite and brought on more strikers because yeah. like he was like we need to like get this it's... instead of like minimizing the damage. Yeah, it was Club tactical, right? Yeah. And I'll, I'll say just like on the game we're talking about like when they went down to 10 if you looked at Liverpool I mean what any Good. decent team who's down they to 10 better. does they, they, they collapsed it, right? Like they were all yeah. central. They all stayed in the middle. They made the pitch as narrow as possible. And if you look, yeah. Newcastle had all the game on, on the wing. It was either Almiron yeah. or Gordon. And it looked exciting. And I know Almiron hit the posts and everything, but it's, they played right into their hands. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. There's a reason your two wingers are getting all that space. It's because Liverpool is literally so narrow. And then, like you said, man, the last 20 minutes, I have, I have you just have to clap and be like, clock, well done. You executed. Yeah a 10-man game perfectly for 80 yep. minutes. Like, this was it's something, like, you read in a textbook, you know, when you're doing your licensing. Yeah. You're like, okay, this is exactly how you... But it requires players to execute, right? When you literally yeah. look at it, you're like, okay, it requires you having Nunes on the bench who can go and destroy the two center backs. As soon as he put Nunes on, I knew they were going to win because you already put the Jota on and then he put yeah. Nunes on. It was fantastic. Was like, He's going for a goal because... You know why he was going for a goal? Because he smelt it. It was like it's one nil, yeah. one one nil, uh, and it's like ten minutes left. He took he took out Gordon, who scored the goal, and he was like energetic. <laughs> and he he took out Gordon. You took out Isaac. Okay, Callum Wilson is a good striker. Is it's the only sub that I can make see make sense, see that it makes sense. But like you took off Tonali, and like you're not doing anything. Harvey Harvey Barnes were like was half in the game. He missed his chances. He saw that they are. Tiring themselves out, and he went for it. And I was like, "Yeah, brought well out to copy, outplayed him." Eddie Howe is an idiot. I hope he learns from this mistake. But good for us if he doesn't learn from his mistake. They're not going to finish yeah, the top four. That's the thing. And good luck, good luck winning in Champions League, whatever you get in your team. If well, you want yeah. all of one test. You know, speaking of tactical mistakes, next game was Brighton one, West Ham three, and I don't know what to tell you. This was one of the worst Brighton games I have seen. They had so much useless possession. And West Ham, we talk about like good tacticals. Wow, I have to be honest, West Ham spanked Brighton. It was like five counters, three on target, two should have been goals. It should have been 5-1 for West Ham. I, I don't know. I'm surprised. Like I think the big thing Bro. was like, yeah. Moise 2024, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to give him credit. The stat was like uh, I think after like the first 10, 20 or twenty minutes, like 
Brighton passes 200 and West Ham passes like 13. And yeah. then West Ham is like 2 0 up or 1 0 up. Yeah. But it was, if you like watching the game, it was like, I have to, what's his name? Michael Antonio is amazing. Like, he's an amazing, yeah. he's a specimen. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't talk about LeBron James. Like, Michael Antonio is a specimen. But like, watching the game, I was like, wow, I know what Moises did. Like, Moises did. Like, he went to the, he, uh, you know, he, he drew the whiteboard. He just said, oh, when you get the ball, one long arrow. There was no yeah. other tactics. It was literally like, as soon as you, a defender gets it, hits it long. Antonio, go fight, and I have, it worked, man. Like I, yeah. it was in Brighton. I have to be honest; they look toothless. It's again, it's like people are overreacting. It's like, yeah, Brighton can have one off game like this. It reminded me of a Graham Potter Brighton, to be honest. Yeah, and they would attack, 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 but they didn't have that cutting edge. Almost, yeah. but like he made a lot of substitutes. Like all of their really class midfielders were not there. He was playing fucking uh, that kid that they got from Chelsea, that really tiny one. Oh, I forgot his name. I mean, it, it is Brighton, right? right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. But he has we all, all want to clap and be like, "Oh yeah, Brighton." But I mean, they're still like a mid-table team. They're like, it's very normal for them to lose a game like this. West Ham, though, I think in hindsight now they've signed uh, Edson Alvarez from Ajax. They signed Manuel Kudus. Just signed yeah. as an attack midfielder. I, I think it's like we were talking about like two weeks ago. They were like, "Oh, why the hell did they not sign Maguire, McTominay?" And no, they're they're like, still in from Maguire. Like, who's they're going to what hell would be wanting to sign Maguire, man? They still uh, in why would you want to sign McTominay? Bro, fuck that. Yeah. If you can get they're stuff like Muhammad Kudus from Ajax, why are you signing McTominay? If they got Kudus is probably like going to be a really good player. Same amount as fucking Slaphead, man. Yeah. yeah. I agree. But And you're right, KG. This is Moyes losing and the director of football winning. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, whoever yeah. it is, it's like, absolutely, they won and it was the right decision. Don't be suckered into by. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the only team that benefits in. is uh, Man, Man United. Right? I'm, I'm they... Maguire. There's two people who benefit from There's still talks that they're in. A, into, um, he wants a payout. Maybe United eventually give him a payout. Oh, well, useless. But, but even if he goes for West Ham, like, with, with the game that they're playing, I think he's going to be protected enough to... Yeah. And West Ham is not the same level as United. I know. Anyways. I just think the other team I want to quickly touch on in the Premier League is uh, Burnley. Are all of the the teams who got promoted, Sheffield, Luton, and Burnley? We were expecting Burnley to have the best time. I think was our prediction compared to the other yeah. two, which we were. But I, they've all lost all their games. Like all three yeah. of them have lost every game. And I'm with you. Like I, we were texting about this, but Burnley do not look. I actually take it back. Today, second half, they there was like a 30-minute time when they looked better. But overall, I, it seems naive from Vincent Company to try to maintain what he did in the championship against Premier League. Dude, they're getting destroyed. Like, they're getting outplayed, outpassed, outstrengthened, out everything. Like, yeah. uh, he better change something Bro. soon because this is going to be a struggle. Bold fraud junior, man. <laughs> everyone now, everyone's, everyone who worked with Pep is going to be, oh, you see the new Pep? It's going to be the whole annoying thing. Same as like when every, everyone wants to hire, you know, Patriots assistant coaches. Yeah. Is it the new Bill Belichick? No. Yeah, every yeah. one of them sucked. Yeah. So, um, every one of them sucked. Dude, I would say, yeah, Burnley so far look bad. I don't, I don't even like see like where would they get better from and who is going to be like their leader right um i think in terms of other promoted teams luton is doing just as we expected yeah they yeah you want to see the small teams like new teams in premier league but honestly like they'd be better off just like not trying to spend a lot of money or 
give out huge wages because there's no way they're staying up. Yeah, they know though. I think the way they structured this, they're they're expecting to go down and they're going to use the parachute payments because they they will essentially be the second or third highest valued team in the championship next year when they get all of the Premier League. Even if they finish dead last, it's I think for them they it's like a long term. Yeah, the thing that's funny to me is long term play. Yeah, you know who's the fourth team who hasn't won a game yet this season? Everton. Everton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everton. bro. Didn't I say they're going down? They're going down. You know, you're not too far off right now. I know it's early, but they, they just, just look garbage. I believe they're in trash, man. They're I trash. believe in Sean Dyche. Yeah. I think he'll keep them yeah. up by, by a thread, by okay. a hair thread. But, okay, but if you're the Everton fans, what do you do? Like, if you, like do you... <laughs> Suffer another. Stop supporting yourself. You stop supporting your team. Just go home. I can't. You yeah. can't control who you support. No, but like, do you do another what a fifth season where you're struggling to get per, to stay uh, outside of the relegation zone? Like, do you think the fan like? And then do you what do the you do? Like, mess. get a new buyer. It's not Shamdaish's fault. She need to get a new buyer. They need to figure out their mess. It's just Everton, around badly, like United, Ever- but worse. <laughs> Everton had two two transfer seasons in the last like six or seven years, where everyone's like, "Oh, is Everton gonna challenge for top four? Look at all these buys!" And I was like, "No, bro. Like they their buys were stupid because they bought like four attacking midfielders and three like right like they there's no structure or like no reasoning behind. Remember Cheng Tosun? Yeah, who they yeah. bought for thirty two million. What a, who remembers? What no one. He played like a what a six six games and then disappeared. Scored it's all goals, like this, man. Like it's yeah. uh, it's uh, just pointless. They spent a lot of money, and no one knows where that money went because, like, there's nothing to show for it. And uh, if you're an Everton fan, you can't do dick because you're just a fan. But uh, if you're an owner, man, you either try to sell up, and you know you'll still probably make money because just like valuation of these clubs has been going up. Yeah. Or you need just you need to hire like a good director of football and make a plan, man. Because like, thing, it's it's hard to reset though, right? It's like unlike the the uh, annoying American things, like, there's no relegation. That's sorry, there there's no like you cannot reset. You're gonna get relegated, yeah. right? So you have yeah. to do it on the fly while maintaining your position in the Premier League, which is yeah. one of the hardest asks. I I think the the big thing for me is that I agree with you, but if Everton fans start brewing and start like losing their shits. I'm like, you guys don't know. Like, there, there's this is not Sean Dyche's fault, right? He's working with what he has. And I remember towards the end of Big Sam and all those other managers, the Everton fans were like, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. You should be annoyed. But you booing your team and your manager does not help whatsoever, right? Like, yeah. Sean yeah. Dyche's hands are tight. Like, we can insult him all we want yeah. and be like, oh, his school, old school. He's doing what he can with this team. Like yeah. it's, the, it's squarely the owner's fault. Like there's nobody else to yeah. blame here. Oh I mean, my remember God. they're also building a stadium, a new stadium. Yes. So there's probably shit a lot of money, which is also stupid. Like why? Like look at Liverpool. Like they didn't build a new stadium because it would cost like billions. So they just but they're like, committed, right? Revamped uh, Anfield. They spent way less. They still get the capacity. Who are you to spend like splurge on a sixty thousand? They want to sell the club. Stadium. The owners yeah, want to sell the club. Right. There's a new stadium in because everyone knows that big oil companies and big oil countries come in for people who have the infrastructure. Yeah, I'm with you. I think remember that's... when Ancelotti was the Everton manager. Wow, oh crazy times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I remember. And then you know what he went and did the next season after they booed him? And when he left, he went and won Real Madrid, Champions League, yeah. La Liga. Yeah, that's what you get. I can't believe they got Ancelotti. He's, uh, and people question his credibility. Oh, still. my God. No, it's such a, uh, I think yeah. that's actually a good time to transition. Let's uh... Uh, as we wrap up, let's do a quick over Europe overview. Uh, let's do the obvious ones first. Uh, Kane, I think, uh, big uh, KG, we were saying, how many goals did he get today against Augsburg? Two. Two, Two goals. goals. He's, yeah. Yeah. But this is nothing. Like we said last week, this is exactly what we expect, right? It's like, yeah. it doesn't matter how bad the Tuchel can be his manager. Like, you just expect Kane's going to get 30 goals. Bayern's going to win the Bundesliga. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Every other game week, he's going to be scoring goals. Bayern's going to be winning. <laughs> It's just going to be like autopilot until the Champions League rolls around. They're going to eventually yes. choke. And that's it. That's pretty much Bayern's story. I think it's easier to write than, I don't know, just, Greek tragedy. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, just put it in. Yeah. He's like, oh, did yeah. Kane score? It doesn't know the answer. Yeah. Yes, he probably did. Is Bayern yeah. ahead? Yes, it probably. Okay. Then yeah. let's talk about the next champions. Uh, Napoli, of course, they have a new coach with Rudy Garcia because Luciano Spalletti was like, fuck this. He went to Italy. Stop. Yeah, he went to Italy now, but he's uh, on vacation, mm-hmm. essentially. Napoli won again. I- I'm a little surprised by Rudy Garcia as their manager, but I realized, like, it doesn't matter who they brought in to replace Luciano Spalletti. There would have been questions, right? It's like, you cannot yeah. replace a guy who just won after 25 years, yeah. the Scudetto. So I think it's like, Napoli... I mean, I watched the last two games, including today. I think they played against uh, Sassuolo. They won... Sassuolo, yeah. Uh, it was just like... They're back at it. They're rolling. They have all of their core teams. Slowly there. as well, but they're still winning. They're, they're yeah. still going to be contenders for the Serie like, the thing, I gotta yeah. be, Exactly. They didn't change too much from the structure. Like, Rudy Garcia yeah. didn't come in and try to change their structure too much. He's just yeah. doing more of the same, honestly speaking. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah. who's going to Who do you think is going to be the contender with them? In Milan, I have to be honest, look pretty good. But we've said this before. And I know people joke on... We, we were shitting on Americans earlier in American television. Pulisic, I have to give him credit. He's on he's on fire. He actually yeah. looks like happy playing, and he just fits. Like he, there's something. I know it's only been two games, two and a half games in theory. It's like he looks like it's a good home. So I think yeah. Milan is going to have a surprisingly. But the problem for Milan is if Giroud gets injured. Striker, so yeah, they don't have yeah. a striker because Giroud might be what thirty nine thousand years 35. old, but he is <laughs> he is essential to that team. Like his quality, yeah. he brings all of the midfielders, the wingers, and he's on. So I think if Milan, he's a nine, he's a, like an old school nine number. He's nine. an old school exactly nine. What he, yeah, I think Milan because Juventus terrible. Honestly. No, Juventus was terrible today. They barely scrapped by yeah. a draw with Bologna. Barely. Uh, Vlahovic still plays. I don't know why. What happened? Inter. Inter is. Uh, they look good, but then we know they're gonna have a bad one to two month struggle and I don't know if it's going to I don't know something about Inter just doesn't sit Inter, right here. I think they did smart purchases in the transfer window but again if, if will it be will they be able to replicate the success they had last season with I don't think so Champions League final I don't think so yeah. I think they're going to be who they're for Marco Arnautovic is back on yeah, Inter as yeah. their so, nine the only problem I see that's the differentiator between all those top teams like maybe Inter has a good spine Milan has a good spine but then yeah Strike, they still have like these places that you like you clearly save the money on, and Napoli is class all over the place. Yeah. They should do a double, yeah, they should double second winning yep. the second second time in a row. But I it's too early on to say because they yeah. it's their second game week, it's not their exactly. night. Thing but is, it's very early. Nap- Napoli didn't improve though, uh, no, they, but like, they can't, right? It's they, impossible they, for them they, to improve. They, they, 
Like, where are they going to spend that kind of money? Like, now everyone knows that they won and that they have a bunch of money from Kimmy and Jay, so people are going to try to rip them off. Well, yeah, but like, see, they spent close to 40 million on players they had last year, but apparently were on loan. Yeah. Raspadori and like um, the Simeone, they had to buy them. So that's a lot of money. Like, they're not worse. Significant. Like, yeah, Kimmy and Jay, like, lost, but like, I bet that Nathan guy they got from Brazil is probably going to be also really good. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, but, they're not yeah. worse, but they're not better. And then now you're playing against people who kind of had the entire year to see that who your players were. So everyone they have is like now kind of scouted. Yeah. yeah. I think the big thing like, was like speaking of Napoli and improving. I think the one I was hoping for was... Uh, the guy from uh, Celta Vigo, uh, Gabri Vega, was supposed yeah, to go to Napoli. Too, and he instead went to Saudi to... That's the thing. I feel like that would have... I'm not saying he would have been a game changer for them, but he would have been a potential person who could yeah. give them that extra 1% to 5% boost in those games that matter yeah. in the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, yeah. But, they, of course, they lost him Because he was a well. big and up-and-coming star. Yeah. 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 At the start of the season, it was all like... Oh, Barca or Real want him or Liverpool want him, and then it was like Napoli was like okay, and now he went like, bro, like if you're like yeah over thirty, you had your you know career in Europe, and you want to make some cash, yeah, yeah. go to fucking <laughs> Saudi Arabia. But like if you're like twenty two and you're already going there, fuck you, man. Yeah. Fuck you and your lack of ambition. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. And, but the thing uh, is, okay, I, I but, hope now, but now it's your. <laughs> okay, wait. Speaking of uh, Celta Vigo and La Liga, uh, Barca came back today. I was actually a pretty decent match. Uh, they beat Villarreal uh, away. I think 4-3 was the final score. Yep. Wow, this kid, 16-year-old kid, Yassin Lamine. Wow. Yep. First of all, he doesn't look 16. That kid looks absolutely gigantic. <laughs> but it looks like Barca is doing the Xavi style, which is more functional, but they're winning. Real Madrid has no real striker, and they're winning because uh, Drew Bellingham has decided he's just going to score. Drew Bellingham, man, yeah. what a guy. That's honest, a million-dollar midfielder, not your Caicedos and Enzo Fernandez. <laughs> this is yeah, what a million-point midfielder is. In hindsight, that's a steal because, you know, yeah. <laughs> who else spent $100 million in two midfielders? Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he looks incredible, spot. though. Yeah, so he's, he's like... Choice. Wow, Bellingham, Bellingham, he, yeah, he generally course, yeah. looks like... He fits into that galactic. Like I don't know. He's so classy, he's man. So the way he plays for his age. He's twenty-one, and he. he you can say that he's like he's like a twenty-seven-year-old midfielder who's in his prime at twenty-one. Yeah, it's an amazing, and he scores and drags Real Madrid out of the any pickle there. Yeah, bro, he's amazing. Like he amazing. really is just a fantastic end-to-end, box-to-box, technical, yeah. physical. Like ah. Uh, Ah, Real Madrid. Watch, watch England bottle it and not win a World Cup with that nice movie. Watch okay, listen, as long as Southgate is there, this is exactly South what's going to keep happening. They probably were much better players than Bellingham, so yeah. But Bellingham, yeah. no, I think Bellingham is a generation of talent on a world level. Like, yeah, they, he really England is. England didn't, like, Frank Lampard, uh, Paul Scholes, Steven Gerrard did not play in Real Madrid, and Real Madrid may have wanted them, didn't want them enough. They didn't pay 40 million oh, for them. No, 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 no. I'm no, no. So no. Has well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go, so what? Playing Real Madrid, they were generational in the clubs they played it. Like, sure they were a generational done. talent. Alone is playing. He's a potentially Ballon d'Or winning midfielder. 
He is. Uh, he has that potential. Uh, yeah, okay, hold on. So yeah. was Jordan this? Lampard finished second and third in Ballon d'Or in like 2005. He, he didn't win it. I think Bellingham is going to win it. is not also going to win it because no one's giving it to a fucking midfielder. We will see. Unless you're we'll like see. Modric or something. Messi and Ronaldo are retired. We'll yeah, see. Okay. Now it's going to happen. Modric was their last Ballon d'Or winner who was a midfielder. Modric. But nobody's giving it to midfielders. No, no. You know what it is? Okay. One guy in like 15 years, man. No, no, no. You know what it is? I, I, I think it's because I, I, I agree with Big Lev. They did, yeah, what's the name? Stevie G and Paul Scholes and I guess to a lesser extent Frank Lampard. They did it for like 10 years, right? Especially the top, top. It's like they did it for that quality, five, six years. Bellingham is just starting. He's just 21. Yeah. But, but, but I think, I, this is where I agree with KG. He has the potential to surpass all of them. Like, if he's doing no this at 20... Retires, no team retires a jersey of a youth player if he's not something special. Bell- Birmingham what? retired no, his jersey. That's a, oh, that's a terrible, terrible bar. <laughs> oh, yeah, they tied the youth team with fucking we'll shirt. See. Oh, no, yeah, he's, he's, okay. he's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. You're just salty. Stop the dick sucking, okay? I can score. A monkey can score in La Liga. It's like free, free for all, man. Why Anyone can score in La Liga. You know why he's salty? You know why he's salty? Because he was supposed to go to Liverpool and he didn't go to Liverpool. No, I know he did. Not salty, salty, but let's stop in like how he's oh, like oh, much better than oh, fucking. Oh. La- I have a happy meeting. Yeah. I'm gonna add this as a reminder so we can discuss it towards the end of the season. I want to see if, based on his season, if if Big Lev has changed his opinion in any shape or form. After yeah. Bellingham does anything. But we'll see. I think last thing, uh, b- boring one, uh, that I, I think we should, Mbappe apparently is now back and playing with PSG. It yeah, just never ends. But Madrid's not buying anyone because they have too many problems in other areas. So yeah, what the hell is this? Next year. Well, I have to say PSG are a bunch of cowards. <clears throat> they either should yeah. bench him, make him resign, or send him to the youth league. What is this garbage that they're doing now? I think PSG is done with, with this thing. It, it seems to me like if if uh, it's a long conspiracy theory and I can go on, but it seems to me <laughs> no. that the Qatari royal family is just tired of PSG and they're looking to buy United and they're just going like, to not bored. care about PSG going uh. forward. Yeah, they're bored of PSG. That's what it seems like. They're like, We'll threaten you to do this and that, and then they agree because they couldn't win one game. They bring they bring Bappe back. Yeah. It's just boring. Well, well see, Bappe came back as soon as they sold Neymar because yeah. I think they were like, okay, yeah. well, we we don't we lost Messi, we lost Neymar, we don't we don't have anyone now, so we, we kind of have to bring someone. Man, we can't yeah. be without a star. So they're like, okay, fucking like. If Real comes in, we'll sell you for like a normal fucking fee, not like three hundred million. Just come back and play. <laughs> a normal and fee of a hundred million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so ridiculous. Um, yeah. All right, I think uh, that's. Uh, but he still hasn't resigned, though. So I don't know. That's he, the thing. He still hasn't in January, resigned. He can just sign a contract with Madrid and be done. Yeah. They can send him to whatever youth team they yeah. want. That's a good point, actually. Um, I, I don't think PSG is winning this year again. Reiterating that thought, of they're him. not winning shit, man. They have been such a oh. failure of a club. Yeah, <laughs> failure experiment, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah. I and think good too, man. But you know what? The other club that bought their way into has, is buying their way into success that we will be discussing cool. next week uh, is MLS, aka Inter Miami, with Messi. We'll be discussing how they've bought their way into winning. Whatever you win in North America, I don't know. What do you even win in North America, bro? They want some cup that they created probably for Messi to win. Yeah, they win with attention. That's the that American KFC family value bucket. I think that's yeah. what it's called. <laughs> KFC. All right, and then the last thing we'll talk about next week, also a little preview, is the transfer deadline wrap up. 
and uh, but whatever games are next week. Uh, yep. See you guys uh, next week. Yep. All right. Peace. Thank you.